more powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. Lincoln, 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 for Bingen, banana, pineapple, Bingen, feet, fine, oh, Lincoln. Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show till one o'clock this afternoon. It's Wednesday, the day after the election. And oh boy, there was a lot of, well, I don't know whether they were surprises. It depends on who you, is a pot open or something over there? I hear something like some outside interference, but okay, nothing's open. Okay. Uh, the, I don't know. Were you surprised? I was surprised about one, one election. One, one issue, one, well, the city council race shocked me. I was shocked by the city council race. I just knew Liz Keating would get back in. I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of shocked too. And it's that uh, Democratic slate. <laughs> it's that Democratic slate that is the problem. And it may not be a problem for Democrats, but I think it is a problem. Not just for Democrats, it's a problem for the whole system. Because if people know they're not going to get on that Democratic slate, they're not going to even take time to run. And that's why we ended up with only 10 people running for nine seats. I don't know. They need to take another look at that slate, how they pick the nine people they want, and they show up at every polling place around the city, and they pass it out to people to go in. And they follow that right down to a T. I will be honest. I did nobody ask me this year what they should put on their ballot. But I did, just looking around the room, most of my elders were voting straight off of the Democratic yeah, slate. Yeah, they, they and don't. And most yeah. of the people that I talk to who are politically involved and know what's going on love Liz Keating, even though she's a Republican. Yeah. I voted for Liz Keating because yeah. I like what she does for the city. And it, just, it was kind of shocking to see that she didn't come out the way we thought she yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah, didn't make it. It's that that slate. Now, if they like it, one or two extra people running, then they'll keep the slate. But if they want at least 15 people running, I think that 15 is a good number. 10 is not a good number. 15, I can live with. And I don't know if you can get 15 with that, if you're going to put that slate out every year. Because it's like the kiss of death. Even if you're a Democrat and you're running and you're not on the slate, it's the kiss of death. It's the kiss of death. And I'm going to talk to Gwen McFarlane about that. But. And then the Republicans, I I think they were supposed to vote just for one person. They were just supposed to go in there and vote for Liz Keating. 
and evidently not enough of them got the memo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, They didn't get the memo or, or something. I don't know what happened. And I was surprised at the ranking of some of the candidates. I was surprised at the rankings. Where's my rankings? I had it here somewhere. But, um, man. So, city council is set. And we're ready to go. And the leading vote getter, as I predicted, I said she'd be in the top two. All my predictions came true yesterday. I said issue one would pass. I said issue two would pass. I said issue 22 would pass. I said issue 24 would go down. I know no one remembers when I get it right. If I had messed it up, got it wrong, you'd be caught. Well, you predicted this. You didn't get that right. But nobody will say, you were right, Lincoln. They never say when I'm right. But they'll get me when I'm wrong. But that's okay. I got it written down. I had it right here, and uh, <laughs> yes, here's my paper, Facebook Live, folks. Where is it? Uh, let's see. How can I get that over there? Yes, yes. See it? Yeah, I just wanted the Facebook Live folks to see what I had written down yesterday. But anyway, let's go to the top vote getter on council, JMLK, Jan Michelle Lemon Kearney. Congratulations, and how you doing today? Thank you, Lincoln. I'm so excited to be back on the Lincoln Ware Show after we were banned. <laughs> so, yes, yes. I said, I cannot wait <laughs> until Wednesday morning so I can call back into the Lincoln Ware Show. We listened so many times. I want to pick up the phone I and know. say something. I'm like, oh, they can't take my calls. It's so hard. But we're back, so this is great. And thank yes. you. Thank you for the coverage, and we just appreciate you so much. And uh, you guys, uh, man, what do you think about uh, all Democrats now? Uh, Liz Keating, uh, you know, she was a, a bright spot on, on council. I think you kind of need somebody that will maybe push against the grain every now and then. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, you got 10 Democrats in there now. Uh, that slate worked for the Democrats. Yeah, um, so, you know, congratulations to, to all of those who won. You know, my colleagues are all phenomenal, and we're welcoming uh, Anna Albee, who, you know, is a big fighter against gun violence. I think the community will, will uh, get to know her and love her. Um, I mean, she's, she's going to be wonderful. You know, about Liz, we love Liz. I mean, Liz, is, she has been, you know, a, a fantastic council person yeah. to work with. Um, you know, she's a, she's a wonderful leader, and, um, you know, our, our community loves her. Our, our city council members love her, and she's got a future, so this isn't the end oh, yeah. for her. Oh, no, she'll, you want it. This is not the last year. She'll do lots of other wonderful things. Yeah. She's, you know, she's, she's still out there, and so, um, you know, just I just thank her for, you know, all of her leadership on council. We didn't always agree on things, but I don't always agree with my, you know, Democratic colleagues either. Yeah. I think we all have different opinions different viewpoints, but everybody has been working for the people of Cincinnati to make everybody better. And um, Liz did that, Anna will do that, and all our council members will continue to do that. So we've got the, the best interest of the community in mind. Now, issue 22 
all you guys were in favor of it. And, uh, uh, you know, Except, well, not Scotty, oh, Scotty, Scotty, not. Scotty is the one yeah. uh, detractor from that one. And uh, uh, the community was the black community came out and the NAACP and uh, they were all against well, it. Well, you know, no, the whole black community was not against well, no, uh, no. issue 22. Issue 22 got a lot of support. Yes, yes, it did. That's why they won. saw that people looked around our neighborhoods and they said, we need help. You know, we need our roads fixed. We need our firehouses fixed. We've got our kids in these rec centers with the terrible HVAC systems, and we need the jobs. We need to help our struggling youth, you know, get some jobs, get some careers, have some hope. We have to help our struggling families. You know, we need these good-paying jobs in the community, and that's what uh, Issue 2 will bring. Now, what Scotty had said, and, you know, I applaud him for this, he said, let's make sure the proceeds are distributed equitably. Let's make sure that our neighborhoods that were underserved get served. And so mm-hmm. he's right in that. And yes. so, you know, I've been working with him. We, you know, we we're establishing the office of, of equity, um, you know, which the mayor is really sponsoring and Scotty and I are sponsoring with him. Okay. And explain, explain that, explain that office to me now. What What's going to happen in that office? So, yeah, it started with um, Al Gerhardstein saying that we need a committee to look at closing the racial wealth gap to continue the work that the mayor started with the financial freedom blueprint. And so in talking with the mayor's office, they said, let's have a whole office of, of equity that will look at closing the racial wealth gap. And so that looks at not, you know, not just closing that wealth gap, but also it, it also encompasses what the Human Relations Office has done anyway in terms of equitable and civil rights. And so it includes all of that, so it's expanding it, it's it's expanding its reach. So it's really repurposing the Office of Human Relations to be broader and stronger. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that. Um, You know, we'll be, the, the community and all of us will be working on it. So, um, you know, we will hear more about it and definitely we'll, we'll call Lincoln Ware Show to make sure everybody's updated. But, you know, and we'll be getting input yes. from the community as well. All right. That sounds good. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I guess when will the swearing-ins take place? Next month? Yeah, it'll, well, it'll, well, in January, January, you know, okay. first week in January. January. Okay. I think it's okay. the first Tuesday, but, you know, don't don't quote me yeah. on that, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that last year, I mean, last time it was January 4th, 2022, so I think that's the first Tuesday in January and, uh, is, is what the city charter says. And another hard worker, Mika Owens, she shocked me at placing in number two. How about that? Mika did a great job. She did a great job. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Um, she's a hard worker. Um, you know, just I just really applaud all of my colleagues. You know, just we just have such a great group. I mean, everybody's working hard and, um, you know, really good to work with. As I said, we don't agree on everything, uh, yeah. which is good. You know, we mm-hmm. challenge each other. But everybody's saying what's best for the people of Cincinnati. How do we move everybody forward? Now, what about, so that's really important. Now, issue 24, you were opposed to that and uh, big business were opposed to it and, and it just didn't well, work out yeah, for them. So let me just say, so again, so the, the uh, you know, proponents of Issue 24 were pushing for affordable housing. We're pushing for affordable housing as well. So we all have the same goal. But again, it's just a different way of getting mm-hmm. there. So we, we here in the city have set aside already $112 million for affordable housing and increasing that fund, you know, not stopping there, but increasing it. And in the past year, and we're talking about 60% area median income or less because that's the big gap. 
Um, we've done four times as much, um, you know, housing in that area, new housing in that area as any other council. But, you know, we can't stop it. We've got so yeah. much more to do. We're still so far behind. Affordable housing is a crisis, and it's a crisis we're working on and addressing. And so, you know, we're not against um, affordable housing. We're for it. We're fighting for it. The issue that we had with the um, with issue 24 was the increase in taxes because we have this commission that's mm-hmm. supposed to look at how we're going to address a lot of address a lot of the revenue needs of the city. And so we weren't ready to say, okay, let's increase taxes right here for this one specific yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that still might happen. We don't know. That's a discussion that has to happen. We need community engagement on it. But I can say the people who were pushing for affordable housing, I applaud them because we are we are right there supporting them, working with them. All right. Well, it sounds like you guys are ready to get back to work again. Roll those sleeves up and uh, ready. To, I couldn't re- wait to get to, to City Hall today. I'm <laughs> going to run to the West End now, though, because they're going to talk about violence in the in oh the yes, yes, to the yes. program and all of that at um, 10:30. So I'm going to run over there and all right. um, you know join in that meeting. But thank you so much, Lincoln. Thank you to you know all the people of, of Cincinnati for for their love and support. And just, you know, so people know we are here working for you. We've been, we've been working for you. We're going to continue working for you. And so thank you so much to the people of Cincinnati, and thank you to the Lincoln Ware Show. All right. Now, will you continue to be the vice mayor? Well, that's the mayor's decision. You know, the what happens, nine people get chosen, and then the I mean, nine people, you know, get chosen for city council by the people of Cincinnati, and the city charter says that the mayor appoints the vice mayor. So I hope I will continue to serve as vice mayor. Yeah. It's, it's been an honor, but no matter what position I'm in, I'll be serving the people of Cincinnati because the people of Cincinnati are my boss. I don't think you've done anything to piss him off, so I think you'll be back <laughs> as vice mayor. <laughs> I support him. We have a wonderful mayor. He um, he really believes in, in equity, and he's working hard. So he he's a fantastic person. He's really sincere. He's passionate, and uh, he's great. So you know, I'm honored to serve to serve with him. All right, JMLK, Jan Michelle Lemon Kearney. Thank you for talking with us this morning. Congratulations. Thank you, Lincoln. Thank you, everybody. All righty, there right. you go, JMLK, number one vote getter on council last night. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. You can jump on board. You better do it now. 513-749-1230. I want to hear what you thought of Issue 22 going down. Issue, I mean, Issue 22 passing. Issue 24 going down. The housing issue. I want to hear from you housing advocates out there. And uh, any of the other issues. The abortion issue. The pot issue. All you potheads, you ready to roll them up and take a puff. I don't inhale. Let's take a break. 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati. And what about Bashir and Cameron? Man, (laughs) You know, I'm the only person Trump endorsed and all this. Oh, man. That's exactly why you're Oh, boy. See, Trump, uh, even though, look, what those Kentucky folks says, we don't want that N-word as our governor. That's what probably a lot of them said, no matter what Trump said. (laughs) They didn't want that brother as their governor. And who was the 
uh, the black uh, female running for the attorney general. If she could have written in on Bashir's coattails, she would have won. But see, the Democrats who voted for Bashir, not all of them voted for the black woman. She, if everybody voted for Bashir, voted for her, she she would have won. But um, they didn't want to see her in that position in Kentucky. So Bashir, uh, yeah, Trump, what kind of power do you have now, Donald Trump? He thought, oh, all I have to do is endorse him. He'll win. People don't respect you anymore if they ever did, Donald Trump. So your endorsement means nothing to anybody anymore. When you endorse them, they lose. They're going to run from your endorsement now. Any Republicans who Trump says, I'll endorse you, you need to run. You need to run. Thanks, but no thanks. I can do bad by myself. Is all they have to say. All right. Who is this lady, Lisa Baker? I haven't heard. I who it's been so long. I can't. I can barely remember her. Are you good, a part of this show or what? Good morning, <laughs> good morning, Lincoln. Where you've been gone? You've been missing in action. Don't, let's talk about it. How'd you enjoy your your catch up days? Yeah, uh, it was great. Great. It was great. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you've been the one M I. No. Welcome back. You were gone longer than I was. Nah. Trust me. Trust me. But I was working. Yeah, right. I was working. That's right. You were uh, learning how to bring a 300-pound man down with a taser, right, in that training? No, we were, <laughs> doing, we were doing Crime Stoppers, and we had our oh. annual Crime Stoppers conference. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So that's where I was. But, Lincoln, I'm back now, and I'm, I'm glad that you're here, and I'm here. Yes, yes. Uh, it looks like our city has been busy. Busy, busy. So, so October 30th, about 2 o'clock, in the 7600 block of Reading Road in District 4, there was a 69-year-old man who was killed. And I'm happy to say today we, we've got an arrest in that case. Mm-hmm. On November 2nd, the police department signed a murder charge on Keenan Ross, black male, 26 years old, for the death of the victim, the 69-year-old victim from October 30th. So he is currently in the Hamilton County Justice Center. However, I do come before you asking for any information on the November 3rd shooting where six people were shot, Mm, right? Yep, yep. Six people were shot in District 1 about 920. One of the victims were pronounced deceased at the scene. The victim is identified as 11-year-old, an 11-year-old victim. Uh, We've got several other victims who... Uh, suffered non-life-threatening injuries, nonetheless traumatized for sure. Yes, oh yeah. So if any of the citizens out here have any information that can help our homicide detectives with this November 3rd shooting, give Crime Stoppers a call. That was our 62nd homicide of the year. Give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 513-352-3040, night or day. And uh, you get cash for your clues. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right. Let's uh, move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. And uh, let's check in with uh, Cecil Thomas. 
since the city is $1.6 billion richer uh, now. Uh, All right. What are we going to do with that money? <laughs> well, now, remember I said, now, right. if it passes, then it's up to the citizens to hold the Democrats yeah. on council responsible for, yeah. you know, making sure those dollars are spent where they, uh, they, they uh, want them to be spent. Yeah. So you got all nine members now. My goodness, I ain't never heard all nine <laughs> members of council uh, are Democrats. You know, Democrats. This has got to be a first. It is. It's a first. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Liz had an R behind her name. And the Trump, yep. <laughs> anybody, the Republicans got spanked all over everywhere. Yeah. Uh, now, here's the thing, Lincoln. Um, we have to applaud everybody that supported Issue one in August of 2000 mm-hmm. of this year, when the primary that issue one because that none of those issues like the marijuana law and the other stuff none of that would have passed would have would have uh, went into effect because of the 60 percent threshold. Uh, issue one that passed uh, to, uh, that we got passed now was 57 percent, but if issue one in no, in, in August of the primary had the Republicans got their way mm-hmm. to mandate any ballot initiative had to have at least a 60% threshold to go into effect. Uh, they would, none of the, uh, the uh, 60% marijuana would not have went into effect, 57% on that, as well as the women's rights uh, issue would not have went into effect. In other words, the, the loser would have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why that, voted in August was so critical. Uh, the Republicans came up with that ridiculous idea to um, con- continue to try to keep control of things that are going on in Ohio. So, but, but overall, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad everything passed. Uh, t- 24 did not pass. I didn't think it would pass. No, no, no. Uh, I knew it was you going know, down. People, people don't want to raise their taxes. No. <laughs> You don't want to raise your income tax. Uh, lowering it, yeah, but trying to get the raise. Uh, but all the money now that will be brought in, somehow that should generate into being able to have affordable housing. All the money right. that the railroads bring in gonna, starting in 2024. It, it'll save money for the city. Absolutely. It'll free and up the, money, yes. Yeah, and and the city can buy up a bunch of these old buildings which are uh, infrastructure projects, uh, you know, existing infrastructure. The city can buy them up. Well, you know who will buy them. The port will buy them. <laughs> <laughs> the city will buy The port will buy them. Well, you know, if you say port or if you say 3CDC, brother, you hear yeah, yeah. <laughs> These five folks go crazy. Yes, you yes, yes, yes. But, but overall, yeah. But yeah, right. You know, they, they they could buy a lot of buildings, rehab them, and, uh, and you know, rent them out and see what happens. Well, yeah, and the city can offer some 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 incentives with the port as well as with three uh, C D C to get those things to try to get some of yeah. that stuff done. I know they say existing infrastructure, yes. but come on, you know. Uh, the, the Coliseum is going to be existing. Oh, boy. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. We'll have to watch so, that one. <laughs> Somebody's going to buy it. It's going to tie it to the city's infrastructure somehow. 
Uh, we'll but see. anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm just anxious to see what how much we're going to bring in our first year of investment. I want to see what the uh, dollar figure will be on our first year of investing that money. So we won't know well, until what 2026 probably. Uh, no, I don't think no, we get to check in 2024. We don't get to it, check it, it, until March. You know, well, they get the check in 2024, uh, right? Right, uh, March so, of 2024. So, then, so, so, in 2025, we should have our first interest payment, exactly. Because they have hired, they, they, they are supposed to have hired or will have hired, um, investment. Uh, well, this is what this is what Paul Muthing, president of the Cincinnati Southern Railway Board, said. He said, The board will now focus on securing the services of a financial advisor. As outlined in Ohio law, the goal, he said, is to ensure the responsible, diversified, and professional management of this new financial asset. I now now now, now read between the lines on that. Uh, you got nine members of council, and we've consistently talked about uh, 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 minority participation in some yeah, of these contracts. Yeah, right, right. Now here's a professional services contract. Now, if, if they, uh, they can divide that up or they can yeah. have, require subcontracting uh, with, the, with the general contractor that will, uh, that will be managing those dollars. In other words, there's no reason why, uh, given the significant amount of, 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 of money that's involved in managing these dollars, that they can't have some uh, African-American contractors, mm-hmm. uh, either, even if they're subcontractors, working with them. Uh, well, they say responsible, diversified, and professional management. So he said <laughs> diversified. What does that mean? <laughs> In other words, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He might have a different meaning for uh, diversity than, uh, you know, everybody else. I don't know. But we'll and see. The state, the state is already pushing this. Uh, you can't be using that kind of language anymore. When you start talking about diversity and Oh. Versus, uh, you know, talking about you can't well, use. Okay, that. don't use the language. Just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to use the language. Just do it. Well, it's going to be up to the nine members to hold the feet, hold, hold. Yeah. Uh, because everything I think has to be approved by council. Uh, you know, recommended by the city manager. The money will. They only can draw down twenty six million. Uh, minimum twenty six yeah. million. Yeah. And then they got to get a permission from the from the board to get any more yeah. any additional amounts. But, well, uh, we'll see what happens. Be. All right, Cecil, I got to run, got a break. Thanks Bye for God. your call. Take care. All right, uh, that's Cecil Thomas. And let's uh, take a break. But before we take a break, I want to remind you about my good friends over at Dedicated Senior Medical Centers. That's right. Their only specialty, they've got one specialty over there, and that's caring for seniors. That's right. Dedicated makes it easy for you to get the primary care you deserve. And, of course, they always spend more time with patients than other doctors. Yeah. And you, they can help you get your medications. Uh, they can even help you get to your appointments. If you live on one side of town and you can't get to the closest dedicated place, you don't have transportation, they will make it happen for you. They will provide you transportation. They do all that. And they'll even give you your doctor's cell phone number so you can call them. If you're having some issues going on at 10 o'clock at night, 
some breathing issues or something, you don't know what's going on, you can call your doctor and talk directly to them at any time. The phone number over at Dedicated Senior Medical Centers, and, of course, they're located on Corain Avenue, on Reading Road, and over at Glenway Crossing. The phone number, 513-572-5757. That's 513-572-5757, Dedicated Senior Medical Centers. So check them out. Yes. All right. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and go to the phones and take your calls right here on 1230 The Buzz. It's a shame that Liz Keating did not get back on council. It's a shame. It's a shame. The way you mess around with the man. It's a shame. The way you hurt me. It's a shame. It's a shame. The way you mess around with the man. A low down dirty shame. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware till one o'clock, coming up at one Sharpton. Keeping it real, keeping it real. Twin, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm first in line. Oh, hold on, let me park this van right quick. Hold on, give me a second, second. <laughs> I didn't know how fast you was coming to me, man. Well, I, I could have gone to Caramia, Blade, or Zakia. No, 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 no. I'm your nephew. Let's keep it real. <laughs> hey, give me a couple of minutes. Tell the truth, shine the devil real quick. It's church time, Lincoln. Yes. I'm riding around now smoking on that seafood right now. Yes, I am. No disrespect. It is what it is. A slap in his face for the years he put on the black community. Them cases he did. Lincoln. Yeah. You mean to tell me they go build a... They go take the money, issue 24, 20, whatever, cut, uh, shut down. You could have uh, throw the money to affordable housing, but you want to build a library in a zoo, man. When you well, got homeless people out here, man. Well, look, that those levies were already on those there. Blockings too those early, levies huh? were there. Those levies were renewals. They were already there. And uh, you got to feed the zoo animals. And you got to have a place for kids to go uh, to the library and read and have, participate in activities and stuff. You got to have. Y'all focus on education and all that. I know it's good to take the kids to the library, but, but y'all always saying education, put more, more money to educate. What are you educating, man? You can't even keep the kids from bringing guns and all that in the school. Yes, they so do. How they go? They How do. they go get educated? They keep kids from bringing guns in the school. They got the metal detectors at the front door of most every school Lincoln. in the city, Lincoln. public school. Every time you pop on the news, man, here come a school getting gunned down. Yeah, but it's not in the school. It's Why outside the school. Why come they ain't been in the school making the teachers getting shot? Come on, man. Where not, you at? Not, wait, not here in Cincinnati. Hey, I'm talking about all over the world, whatever. Oh, it's coming because it was just a threat this morning at Corrine. You hear about that? I didn't hear about that. I have See, to check wake that up. Out. You had gummies this morning in I that bag, man. Hey, Lincoln. <laughs> hey, Lincoln. God forbid, man. I swear. I swear, man. Hey, God forbid, Lincoln. Yeah, he passed this $1.6 billion. See, they been, the $6 billion, whatever, how many of their dollars it is. They've been having this plan five, six years before then. And some of them black conservatives, them politicians, weak as hell. 
because they should have been informed people and people would have studied on it and like, no, nah, I ain't vote for this railroad. What about us? But no, you get Slick Rick on there, Aftab, and you get uh, Conflict of Interest Manager, Mallory on there, and they knew what time it was, and you got him on your show, and he did the commercial, and he knew what time it was. Hey, I got him. Wait, wait, hold on. You can't blame them for this issue passing. The people voted for it. Blame the people. Them the conflict, they knew what time, because they knew, they not even going to help the black community, man. They pushed the issue, and they fell for, oh, this is a good thing. And some of them black folks did, they probably did fail for that dumb stuff. Did I vote hell to the no? I ain't vote, man. I ain't see no ballot on no violence for stopping the kids or none of that. And that one point six billion, you got all them Democrats in there under the uh, council and everything. Let's see what they gonna do for the black community. Cause right. half of y'all, I don't even know y'all, and I ain't never been to no hood. Y'all stay out there where them white folks have parking high and everything. Uh, no, but they come don't. Community want no, to they vote. don't. They're in the hood. They come out Stop in the hood. Blocking for them. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Thanks for your call. They are in the hood. I see them in the hood. I don't know what he's talking about. Mika Owens, Scotty Johnson, Jan Michelle, they're always out in the neighborhood. I don't know what he's talking about. I do not know what he's talking about. Let's take a break. And, oh, at that issue, issue at Coleraine High School, it's another swatting deal. Fake call, like there's a bomb there. And that's what it is, a swatting call. And you know it's been happening to schools all over the area. And nothing different. Same thing at Coleraine, a swatting call. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 12.30, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. It's Lincoln Ware till one o'clock, and every line is busy, so we'll get busy. And let's see who's the next caller here. Zakia, Zakia, how are you? I am absolutely positively wonderful, Papa. And how are you? I'm hanging in there, Zakia. Well, great. I'm glad the elections are over, you know, all of that. And, you know, just think, uh, the Republicans spent, what, $17 million back in August for that special election, and it didn't work. It was right. just $17 million yep. that was wasted, wasted because— We could have built some uh, housing with that. Absolutely. You know, but uh, they lost. So, you know, let's move on. Now that the people are in office and we know where we're headed, let's get busy. We really need to get busy. But you know what, Paul Paul? I have a plethora of emotions that's flying around inside of me. And ever since I heard about the shooting on Friday, February, now this is uh, November the 3rd at 920 p.m. and the 11-year-old child lost his life. Yes, yes. Six people total shot. Yes. Why? 
you know, it's like this is just so far out of hand. And then I start to think about childhood trauma. You know, gosh, there's a lot of trauma going on there. There are adults. Yeah. From the community that's traumatized by all of this. Yes, yes. I mean, anytime uh, people are shot down around you, there's trauma mm-hmm. involved. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we continue to hear it over and over, which increases the traumatization of it. This stuff hurts. And it's very frightening to me. Yeah. You know, it's like, when will it end? What in the world is going on that young kids are, don't have any respect for life? They don't care. You know, they'll take your life in a heartbeat. But you know what? If no one has ever taught them about love, they don't know how to love. Yes. And... You you know, and we just need to take a deep dive and look at how we and our actions are contributing or may be contributing to some of this childhood trauma where these children are messed up. We need to get it turned around. And remember, Papa, when it took a village to raise a child, to raise our children, we worked together. We reached out. We helped each other to yes, grow. Yes. We didn't think about taking people's lives like that. And if you got into a disagreement with them, you just whipped they behind or got your behind whipped. And the next day you kept going, but you lived to tell about it. And you lived to grow from it. I hear you, Zakia. I got to run. Thanks for your call. Have a great one, Papa. All right. Let's go to the number two vote getter in last night's council elections, Mika Owens. How you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you, Lincoln. I mean, I am on cloud nine. The sun is shining. I'm so grateful to the voters of this city uh, who really, I mean, your voices were heard. And so I'm grateful to be able to return to City Hall and continue to build on the work that we've done. Well, I tell you, you are everywhere. I'm telling you, if, if nobody else would, you were everywhere all over the city for the past two years. I've seen you everywhere, and you're not hard to miss because you wear that pink jacket. <laughs> well, you know, pink makes me feel happy yes. every single day. And so, and you always you know, look motivated happy. and inspired. And you always look happy when you're wearing that pink. Yeah, I have to admit well, thank that. thank you. Yes. Thank but, you, thank uh, you. I want to thank your your listeners again, and and uh, this community. We are we are going places. I I do believe that, and I believe that our better days are ahead of us, and it's going to take all of us to pitch in and do the work. And so I'm just honored to be in this space. All right, Mika Owens, uh, great talking to you, and uh, uh, you're going to roll up your sleeves and get ready for two more years. That's right. Here we go. All right. Thanks for calling right. and, get, yes, and congratulations. Thanks, congratulations once again. Oh, what? Yes, by the so way, much. were you shocked that your number two finished? Were you shocked? <laughs> you know, election day is always a nail biter because, you know, once the polls close, that, that is the, uh, the defining moment. Um, I know that I was working hard um, in this election and quite naturally, I know what's at stake here in the city. And so I was fighting for every vote. Um, and so we're just going to keep doing that. So I am yes. um, grateful. Uh, that the voters uh, selected me again to return to City Hall. All right, Mika Owens, City Council, thanks for calling this morning.
Absolutely. Thanks, Lincoln. All right. That's uh, Mika Owens and her signature color, pink. Yes. And I heard she's a, like a black belt or something like that. Yeah. I got to ask her more about that the next time I talk to her. But somebody said she was a black belt in karate and all this stuff. All right. Let's uh, move along. Let's go to Caramia, then Blade and John. Caramia. Hey, Lincoln. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What's up? Um, glad also the elections are over as well. Um, pretty much of them. I'm glad that they pass. <clears throat> and now since I wanted to ask you. Okay, then anything didn't pass that you wanted to pass. Or if anything passed that you didn't want to pass. The railroad issue okay. 22, I didn't okay. want to pass, but it passed. But yes. I was going to ask you a question about that, too. Yes. But um, my, it's a shame you are about Liz Keating not winning in any, the election. Isn't that odd that the only Republican didn't win and and Alba, I've never heard of her. Alba, um, yes. I, well, she was on that Democratic Alpine. slate. People voted the slate, and that's what happens. Right. She was a non-cumbersome, which also has no official name tied to her, as well as a city council member. I'm glad to just congratulate them who got in on a nonpartisan party. And I was... Wondering about your viewpoint of these elective officials not uh, having allegiance to the Democratic Party or any party that represent them. Do you think that the Democrat is really now looking at it in a different situation since these candidates are not align with them. What do you mean? Who said they're not aligned with the Democratic Party? Where do you get that from? If they are running on nonpartisan, non-cumbersome, they are not, they're saying to the public of what platform they're running on a non-political party by being nonpartisan or non-cumbersome. That means that they aren't allegiant, they're not affiliated to but an official political name or oh party. Oh. Okay? Well, then why are the Democrats standing out in front of the polling places, passing out I, Democratic I slates know, to people who I vote? So they know they're Democrats. That, that, it's not nonpartisan. They know who they are. Okay. Okay. Ask, have you ever asked any candidate? Why are they running on that party, which isn't a party at all? There is no nonpartisans, oh and there's oh a – let's move on, okay? Okay. Because we're not – I don't you, – you, 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 It's you're odd just worrying that yourself over nothing. You're worrying yourself over nothing. I'm not worrying. I'm just bringing it to your yes. attention. Okay. okay. I'm not worrying at all about it. Okay. You know, I, I have an, a more in-depth side of it, which – I guess you know you. No, you're taking it. What's happening? You're taking it deeper than the big picture. You're taking it deeper than you need to. They're Democrats. The Democrats support them. They support the Democrats. Uh, This nonpartisan stuff. Then why do they run on a nonpartisan and a non-cumbersome? Why do they state that? 
why are they, you know, no. running on that platform? Anyway, let's move on. Not now that issue 22 okay. is passed. Whatever, Carabia. Okay. I, Whatever. All I, right. I'm just bringing it okay. to attention. Right. But anyway, now that issue 22 is passed, what is your take on Andy Bashir? He's his platform is that the suspense bridge will not be told. So yeah. will Cincinnati take in on that and repair because that is part of infrastructure? What? Okay, first of all, they got the money to build the bridge. They're working on building the bridge. It's not going to be a toll bridge because they got the money to, to, to exactly. build it. So what so do you mean? why What's, would Andy Bashir even say something like that? Because it's Kentucky's bridge. It It is. <laughs> the bridge I, belongs saying, to Kentucky. Okay. And he, it's political. He said, you know, on at, at one time they thought they were going to have to, in order to build it, they were going to have to charge a toll to pay for right. it. But they, they managed to get the money, and now they don't have to pay tolls. And he was using that as a political speech, saying, I, I did something for Kentucky. You're not going to have to pay tolls. So, right. I'm hey, glad that unfolded the way it me. did. Oh, okay. Be- <laughs> okay. But what are, you, what are you complaining about the bridge I'm not for? complaining well, at all. You, you're you bringing up the enlightenment of okay. complaining. I'm just bringing it up for the enlightenment uh-huh. of it. It's odd that this unfolds. They told us in the past they may have to tax us for it being a toll bridge. But since <sighs> issue 22 has passed, and Andy Bashir is just using it as a propaganda. Oh my God! Twenty-two you know? issue twenty-two and Bashir had nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. They, if Kentucky is United, I mean Cincinnati is also uh, liable for that bridge as well. They put infrastructure and tax dollars oh into God. that bridge as oh, well. Is it's that federal, not right? Federal dollars go into it. Federal yes. dollars and Kentucky owns the bridge. You don't come into Ohio until you're at the end of the bridge on this side. I'm just saying that it's odd that Andy Brashear. Oh my God! Now, oh, you always try to make someone a stupid. I'm you know, not trying to make you sound stupid. You're doing that on your own. No, you are. Okay. You are Lincoln, okay. and you don't know everything. As you I never claimed to know everything, but what you're talking about makes no sense. You can't try to compare. You're what trying I'm to compare. Saying, you're up there begging for some white woman being a Republican that didn't get in. Now, what kind of p- personality are you? Because I say a Republican didn't get in, and I'm sad for it. What does that mean? Oh, what? Okay, what did Liz, Liz Keating do for the black community? What, what did, did any of the did? rest? She did that just as much. Is, she did just as much as the rest of them did. Lincoln, you make no sense. You have a good day. Thank and you. The issues that I bring up are relevant, and you're the idiot. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. <laughs> she, well, issue 22 passed, so Bashir, it has nothing, one has nothing to do with the other. Oh, my God. I wish this was Friday and I was at home and it would be Crown Royal time. You could have just stopped talking to her and went to let's, break like I asked you two weeks ago. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show. 1230, The Buzz.
Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. And let's see, we've got uh, John Blade and others holding on. We'll get to you and uh, we'll probably talk to some other council members throughout the morning. Maybe we'll talk to uh, uh, somebody from issue 22. Try to get somebody from issue 22 in and to talk. We'll see what happens there. Oh, by the way, the the uh, state of Cincinnati, the state of Cincinnati address, November thirteenth at the Aronoff. State of Cincinnati address. So, um, you want to see what's in store for since I'm sure he's gonna have a lot to say with twenty two passing. So the state of Cincinnati, I think it is. It's probably going to be in better shape after issue 22 passed last night than it would have been if it had failed. I'm sure he's got a lot of uh, great things to talk about in this state of the city address. And that's going to happen November 13th at the Aronoff. And I'm sure it'll probably be somewhere around six o'clock in the evening. Normally, that's the time they usually have them. I don't see it on this flyer here. There's no time on the flyer but it will probably be six i would say six no later than seven uh, for the state of cincinnati at the aronoff on november 13th november 13th and november 13th is on a what it is on a monday yeah next monday this coming monday state of cincinnati address by the mayor all right, let's go to Blade. Blade, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's on? Hey, your um, you gotta realize, Caramir's uh, been sick, man. Um, you have to <laughs> show compassion. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, hey, all these cliches don't work in this dimension. Talking about to take a village to raise a kid, this and that. That sounds like um, parents don't know how to raise their children. I wish people would quit saying that. We never. We never admit to that that we didn't have a, a culture, uh, a group, uh, what's called taking care of kids. Take care of your own children. Hey, um, I called you because you brought up Steve Copley, and you know Steve Copley was right. Um, he and would I always, am, he and would always ask me, who runs the city? That's who right, runs the and city? I am ashamed. I used to brag, but I'm still, maybe still hopeful, y'all, but I'm ashamed that y'all sold the, the railroad. Why are you ashamed? Uh, you live in Indianapolis. Why are you ashamed that we sold the railroad? Also, I live in Blue Ash, too. Yeah, right. And don't ask, and don't ask me my address because I'm not going to Because you don't you. know any. Name one street in Blue Ash. One street. <sighs> one street. Why? So you can try no, to no, pinpoint where so, I live like you're, no, like you're trying to pinpoint where I'm at now? Name me a street that's hey, 10 blocks listen, listen, from listen, where you listen. live. Just name me one street in Blue Ash, and then I'll say, okay. It's, you not, might li- it's not about me. It's about what <laughs> See, I'm trying to say, okay? I didn't think you could do it, okay? but go ahead. I don't need to. Because Why you don't know. To to you? you don't know. You, you don't know. 
You do not live in Blue anyway, Ash, and you can't name one anyway, street in Blue anyway, Ash. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, because I'm tired of the black community being fans of of a politician when they're supposed to do as we say. But um, now your your dome, your 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 downtown's gonna be real pretty now, and and you're gonna have a new dome, and it's gonna be off of the backs of the. Of, no, it of, is not. Of, no, of the, it is not a new what? dome. What do you mean a new dome? Where a new dome over what the yeah, a Pacor Stadium? Yeah, have to. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, yeah, have to uh, do your downtown if you want people to come down there. Well, we're, so, uh, we've already got that. We, we're getting ready to expand the convention center. We're getting ready to build a yeah, new hotel, yeah. an eight hundred room right. hotel. So yeah, that's already now, in the now, works. Now, now you know where the money's coming from. No, we were doing that before this issue twenty two even came about. That was happening. Didn't have the money there. Didn't have uh, the money, the, but now the you money, do. But anyway, the, the Lincoln, money will be it, there. And first of all, the county is doing it, not the city. Okay, okay, Lincoln. Whatever you say. Is this a shame that our, uh, we see in uh, our young people starting to see who really runs things? City council, um, the politicians don't run nothing. It's the person with the money. Uh, and who is that? Said, that council, who? that council runs you. Yeah, the railroad council runs your city. <laughs> uh, them other people don't run nothing but Hell run their mouth. You know, y'all can go um, throw them back at bar twenty eight or whatever it is. It's but twenty nine. We, we know that. Yeah, twenty nine. We know the ones that get on the phone and talk don't run nothing but their mouth. So you know, is it sad because um, we um, put a. Uh, the drunken mayor back in down here. So it, it, it's just time to look for oneself and quit begging oh. people and quit being groupies of politicians. And you need to worry about nothing. Indianapolis and don't worry hey, about Cincinnati. We'll thing. take care one of ourselves thing, here. Hey, Lincoln, yes. one more thing, because you, you told, once again, you told half of that story, uh, what happened down there, uh, what happened here, um, that lady that ran into that um, building, that fake Israelite, that was a cult. And she got caught up and thought it was a Jewish synagogue, but it wasn't. But it them, was the Hebrew um, Israelites. Like no, nah, that's that's a cult. They they don't believe in nothing, but they sell. Because when you look at listen to their doctrine, they know different from the people they denounce from. They believe in the same thing. They believe the half of the Bible. They don't believe in the Messiah. So they are the same. They all are right. cults. Thanks Have for your one. call. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. All right, let's go to the Hamilton County Democratic Party chairman. Gwen McFarland, Gwen, you got to be smiling. Uh, you've been smiling all night, I'm sure. Yes, 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 Lincoln. And I just wanted to call in and thank all the voters for letting their voices be heard throughout the city and the county about what was right for the people. Yes. And uh, it was just so amazing what the turnout was. For me, it was amazing that we were able to process through any a lot of misinformation uh, and also amazing that even those individuals, let's say the issues that went down there, they still like, like professionally accepted it and say, we will yeah. work together in unity yeah. to make Cincinnati a better place yeah. to live. Right. Right. I mean, issue 22 passed and the money's cut. We just hit the, we hit the lottery for $1.6 billion. And so That's right. uh, now we might as well make the best of it and uh, see what, what we can do with it and see what happens. With that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and I just remember the day, one of the days when we had a press conference and I was looking at the police station, we were at Madisonville and I watched this big truck, the police, first of all, a fire station, I'm sorry. And first of all, all of the firefighters had to get out of the truck before they could even begin to try to maneuver and get that in that age old uh, building, building that yeah. was, 
built around the time when horse and buggy days were going. <laughs> so it's those infrastructure things yeah. that we really need to look at. And our parks, our parks and our city parks, they are in need of a lot of, of maintenance, and they do not meet code. So we will finally be able to ha- look toward developing parks in all of our communities where families can can go and have enjoy themselves with the rest of their family. Now, let me ask you this we, question. Let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. We only had uh, 10 people running for nine seats, and uh, people saying it's because of that Democratic slate. It discourages people from running because if they don't make the slate, they figure they don't have a chance. Do you think that's a, a good thing or a bad thing to have that slate out as early as you, you put it out? The slate is a good thing. And for from my perspective, if you really want to run and if you're in it to win it, it doesn't matter what your obstacles are. You're going to do your best to try to win. Yeah, but when you're up against, uh, you know, when you have people at every polling place passing out that slate for people to vote on, it's kind of discouraging to some people maybe because I just can't understand why we only had 10 people running for nine seats. Well, but when you look at how many individuals really put their names in the run, it was 20-some. Yeah, And yeah. then, based on the outcome, those 20-some either didn't come back with their petitions or they yeah. didn't get their petitions filled correctly. Yeah. But also, some just said, we believe the city is doing a good job, so maybe this is not our time right now. Mm-hmm. So what i like to do is follow up on many of those that did not participate yeah. to see where they want to be and what would they like to do in the future okay. and get them engaged more. So we're going to continue to see that Democratic slate every election, I'm sure. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And, and it helps educate yes. individuals about who who you are as well as those candidates are getting out in and have not stopped getting out into the community. It's it's not like like some of the parties where they don't you only see them around election time. You see our city Democratic Council mm-hmm. members in the city and county yeah. visible throughout oh, yeah. the county. Well, it's time to roll up the sleeves and get ready for uh, November 24. For November 24, we're, we're, we've already started getting ready. As right. soon as that clock ticked at midnight, 1201, we're ready. We're working to get ready for the next year. All right. And I want to thank and I want to thank all of the voters who participated in this process because we have to stay united. We cannot allow anyone, and I'm speaking from a democratic perspective, to try to break us because there are many people who are trying to destroy the party, but we will not give them that that ability. We fight for democracy. All right, Gwen. Thanks for talking with us. We appreciate it, and uh, congratulations. Appreciate you too, Lincoln. Thank right. you for all that you do to give help people understand what the facts are. All right, Gwen. Have a, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. That's uh, Hamilton County Democratic Party Chairwoman Gwen McFarland, and she's got to be a happy camper today. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. <laughs> High school sweethearts, love was so brand new. We took 1230, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And at 1 o'clock, it's Reverend Al Sharpton. 
Keeping it real. Keeping it real. All right, let's see. Let's go to Councilman Seth Walsh. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Lincoln. Hey, congratulations. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I just wanted to give you a call today. I wanted to actually thank everyone who's listening, all the voters out there, uh, for putting their, their trust in me and voting for me last night. Um, it, it's, it's an amazing honor. Um, and it was great seeing you as well last night, Lincoln. Well, yeah, but yeah. I- good seeing you guys down there at, uh, what was the name of that place? Uh, the- oh, Knox Distillery? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never, that place is so hard to get to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I you're in a maze trying to get into the back of all these alleys and everything. I'm like, why did they put this place down here? But it's a nice place once you find it. Yeah, it's uh, finding it that makes it so much more fulfilling that you found it, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, unbelievable. But, yeah, this was your first run because you were appointed to uh, council, and this was your first uh, uh, first time out. Yeah, it was. Um, it's been it's been a blast over you know, the last several months especially. I mean, I feel like I see you everywhere. I don't know how you do it, Lincoln. I'm exhausted, and you're doing this every single day. Every time I turn around, you're at one of the events with me. Um, but it's been so great meeting everybody out there and being able to interact with people. Lincoln Wear Walking Club was fantastic. Um I'm getting my name on the back of that T-shirt next year. I told you. All right, all right. <laughs> but all right. yeah, it was a blast, and I'm I'm really I'm so honored. I wanted to just thank everybody for um, for voting for me yesterday and showing up to vote. I mean, that was an amazing day for Cincinnati, amazing day for Ohio. Um, your vote mattered, and I'm glad everyone came out. All right, Seth Walsh, we're going to count on you to get some of that affordable housing built. Uh, you you built up that uh, uh, what is it uh, North Bend Road area yeah. there, uh, North Bend and Hamilton. So uh, yep. we, we're we going to look for you to get some affordable housing going. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I wanted to be on city council. We we have so much work we can do for the city where everyone wins. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to be back and have the opportunity to continue to work on that. All right. So we'll be talking about it. All right, Seth Walsh, thanks for calling. Thanks, Lincoln. I appreciate it. And thank you, everybody. It means the world to me. All right. Thank you. Let's uh, move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Looks like Victoria is up. Then John, Marie, and Queen. Hey, Lincoln, where are you doing? Pretty good, Sister B. What's going on? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just had to call in and, and, and kind of well, weigh in on a couple of things. Uh, I, I feel twin. I just want him to know I feel the brother, okay? <laughs> yes. He, 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 he knows what's going on, Lincoln. Let, let me say this, Lincoln. Would you agree that voting is a numbers game? Yes. Okay. Remember when I called you about three weeks ago, I said, if we're not careful, we're going to bump somebody off council that we may not want bumped off. Yep, yep. Um, I said there's some things happening with that Democratic ballot. Uh, we had some, you know, kind of weak candidates, and there could be a change in there. You were like, what? You know, and you see what, what happened, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And so, uh, you know, one of the things that I think our people really, really need to understand is what the, how the voting game works. Okay. You get a percentage here, percentage there. It's a numbers game. You don't have to vote the whole, you know, the whole ballot. Uh, you don't have to vote all nine people, you know, and, and that's what's happening, right. uh, with our, our, our Caucasian people. Uh, that's how they vote. They mm-hmm. don't give their votes away to everybody. And we do. We tend to give our votes away yeah. to everybody. And it, it really shows because we wind up getting things that we don't want or not being able to get things that we want. And that is becoming a huge problem. Lincoln, I will never understand how in the world we continue to deal with the zoo, especially as black people. 
the zoo, in my opinion, they are a money-making machine. They can make and generate their own money. And all they've done for the black community, you've heard the complaints forever, Lincoln. They, they, you know, the property over there in the black community, yeah. it's being eaten up constantly, right? Yes. Oh, so what yeah. do we do? We go in, boom, and we vote for it. You know, so we start voting not in our best interest. And we've given the zoo enough money. We've given the zoo enough money. And it's a self-generating, it generates its own money. Mm. They don't need our money. The problem we have in front of us right now, Lincoln, is affordable housing. I will never understand, and I will never vote to pay uh, to keep animals housed. And, <laughs> and yeah, not I'm people. Not and not people. Yeah, you said you saying people. we're housing animals, but not people. But not people. I know that uh, that's just not in my DNA. Can't do it. And really, we need to begin to hold all of these people accountable who have levies out here, money that we're constantly given. It's really time for people like the zoo and others who have gotten this money from us for a long time, it's really time for some accountability. And then you turn around and go to the zoo. What do you do? You pay for those events. You don't yeah. get in there for free. No, you don't get in free, that's for sure. One day, I, mean, one I, day I think they let you in free, and that's with uh, Kathy Wade when she has her event. <laughs> but I just, it's just, like I said, we, we, you know, we, we do things that are not in our best interest. Let's look at the railroad, Lincoln. The same thing with that. There were so many holes in that that you could drive 10 Mack trucks through. Yep. Yet we sat up there and did it anyway because we have hope. Well, you know, this, this system has turned us into a bunch of hope addicts. We should be tired of that. We should be tired, like King said, of rosy promises. Well, we promise you this. Let me give you the example of the daggone uh, firehouse that's over 100 years old that the sister just spoke to. We've been getting that money for the railroad to do infrastructure for what over 120 years. Yep, and we still got now they that. Come on the commercial and tell you, uh, we got this fire to house <laughs> right. That's yeah. over 100 years old, yes, and it needs to be upgraded. Well, you tell me why in 100 years it, it hasn't been. been. And what I want to see is uh, when we get our first payment from the interest of this 1.6 billion dollars. I want that firehouse to be the first project they start on. You know what I mean? Since yeah, they use that, Lincoln, that better, that better be the first us, repair. They're going to throw us some bones, Lincoln. They're going to throw us some bones initially so we can say, yeah, I feel good. Come on. They're yeah. going to do that. But somebody needs to tell me why, if you've been getting this money for over 100 years for infrastructure, but you got a firehouse, not one, but the other one on Montgomery Road has been sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And it can make priority in over 100 years. Yeah. I don't know where you could even expand. I don't know even know how you could expand that fire station there on the corner of Montgomery and Langdon Farm. I don't even know what you could do with that station. The, the point is, is that they have never explained these questions. They're throwing it out there to you, but they never explain these questions. And then we don't ask. Because we turned into a bunch of hope addicts. So I just wanted to put that out there. You know, it is what it is. Of course, we could be glad people came out to participate. But at the same time, Lincoln, I would rather spend my time hoping to educate voters on how to vote rather than going and, and getting people signed up to vote. Because we need those who are voting. Sometimes we need them to understand how things actually do yeah. work. Yes. So that they can make an informed vote. Yes, yes. And and, and that, that to me is a problem. So I'm just it to the is point a, where it I'm is a problem. people like to be lied to and played with 
and and you know to say let the chips fall where they may, and we turned into a bunch of hope addicts. But you know it is what it is. We will see you know how what the future holds for uh, for this city. But that council will go down as the council that sold an asset like the railroad. And if and the other thing, if they need to budget this uh, the city, the city is too top heavy. They need to start getting rid of some of the management where you got layers upon layers upon yeah. layers, and then you get in trouble and can't meet the pension. Yeah. They need to start going after that, too. So you yeah. can't just keep throwing good, you know, good money after uh, bad. Can't keep doing that. But we're going to find ourselves in the same situation, talking about we got to sell another asset. We just can't keep doing that. We have to ask for accountability. If they're not going to give it to us. we got to ask for it. got to demand it. All right, Sister V. So I hope I wasn't sounding like twin, but I feel twin pain today. <laughs> I do. All right. Take it easy, Sister V. Thanks, Lincoln. All right. Now, are, are you on a speakerphone or are you in the bathroom? She. Oh, I thought she was gone. <laughs> I don't know. She. I meant to ask her, are you on speaker or in the bathroom? Eh, but we got through it. Let's take a break. We'll come back. John, Queen, Marie, Jay Boogie, all holding on. Uh, it's Lincoln Ware with you. Victoria's line is available if you want to jump on that real quick. 513-749-1230. The Lincoln Ware Show. 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock. Coming up at one, it's Shopton and keeping it real, keeping it real. I guess he'll be back today. His daughter was in for him yesterday. I think she was. Yeah, either yesterday or the day before. But he'll be back today. I think. Shopton. All right, let's uh, go to the Dukester. Find out what's cooking on a Wednesday, Senior Citizens Day. What's cooking? Hey, good morning to you, Lincoln, and what's good, Buzz listeners? It's Wednesday, November the 8th, and it's Senior Citizen Day at the Dukester. And if you're 55 or older, you can save $4 on any meal on our menu. Plus, today you'll get a free slice of our delicious sweet potato pie. But first, Lincoln, I want to send a shout-out to my good friend, Malcolm Timmons, who always has something going on around the city. In fact, he's got a Western-style ball coming up November the 18th at the Willow Event Center located at 7881 Coleraine Avenue. And I'm happy about that because I'll give a, get a chance to wear my new cowboy boots. And remember, I have your discount tickets here at the Dukester. So give me a call at 761-2300. Now on my menu for today, Lincoln, is our baked chicken with cornbread dressing, green beans, and a freshly baked yeast roll. Or check out our grilled blackened salmon, hot off the grill with smothered cabbage and candied yams. We're also featuring our big smothered pork chops with rice and gravy, collard greens, and cornbread. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our crispy catfish nuggets with macaroni and cheese and coleslaw. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right. That's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. All right. Let's go to John. Then Queen, uh, Jay Boogie, and Marie. John, how you doing? Okay, good. I'll be right there. Yeah. How, how are you? I'm doing great, John. What's up? Go, good, 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 good. I'm fine. Just checking in with Lincoln and the good people of Cincinnati seeing how you're doing. Uh, how's everybody doing? And everybody sounds like excited listening to the program today. 
Well, we passed that uh, abortion, uh, that abortion bill. Uh, you know, Uh-oh. hey, it, it's opened up here in Ohio now. We we set the trend for the rest of the country. Well, you know, these minor little elections to me are just minor little elections. The big, the big term is is Trump coming in or oh, is Trump geez. coming out? I'm sure Lincoln, you'll be sitting with your lovely bride tonight watching the circus. Oh, I'm not watching that tonight. <laughs> but let me tell you this: uh, Trump endorsed the. Uh, a uh, guy running for Kentucky governor, Cameron, <laughs> Trump endorsed yeah. him, and they were running commercials like crazy. You know, I've got the endorsement of Donald Trump, and he got plastered. He got plastered. Yes. I saw, I saw that on the news. I don't really follow it. But the bigger picture is this country is in bad situation right now. I mean, I, I like to hear your opinion. I haven't had a chance to tune into the buzz. But what's your opinion? Your, your opinion? Being though you're a military person, what's your opinion on this Israeli-Palestinian war, and how do you feel this is going to play itself out? Oh, boy. I, I don't know. Uh, Israel's not listening to anybody in the U.N. <laughs> or the United States. They're not listening to anybody. They're not going to finish until they destroy the entire Gaza Strip there. Mm, uh, mm. They're not going to finish, uh, you know, or until they give the— I think if they turned over all the hostages right now, Israel would keep bombing. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, I agree with you 100%. But I think, you know, it's funny. If you if anybody goes to YouTube and look up Malcolm X's speech against the Palestinians and Israel situation, that speech was so powerful, what he said, talking about the situation that's so live today. But it comes down to one thing, and it's not looking good for Biden and Harris. If, if the election was held today... They would lose because these young kids are coming off the campuses, leaving schools, protesting. Yes. Not, you know, who wants to see these young babies die and be wiped out, as you just indicated? I agree with you 110%. But it comes down to one thing. America should cut the money off from Israel. You cut the money off, the feet don't follow. You know, the, the Jewish community there or Israel has been getting these billions of dollars for 50 years. And no president within the 50 years, even Barack Obama, didn't stop the money from coming across. So he bombed the whole Gaza Strait, wiping it out, yes, just to get terrorists. And I bet you, with all the bombing that Israel's doing, they're probably going to kill all all the hostages down in those tunnels, too. And we're still going to keep paying for torturing and bombing. It seems like history is repeating itself. I always said when this happened, this is 9-11 all over again. Yes. So, you know, this is a mess that will continue and we'll keep paying the, rep- the, the reparation that African-Americans supposed to get Israel is getting. And it's oh. sad. It's the same. And it looks like with those warships over there, parked over there, I think we might be headed into an all-out war if those other Arab countries get involved, too. All right. Well, John, if the election were held today and it just happened to be Biden and, and Trump, who would you vote? Who would you vote for? I would vote for that governor in California because I think <laughs> oh, at some point That's he's going to throw his hat in the ring. Well, I don't think so. Biden to sit down and go away. That's not going to happen. Not going to win. Biden so, will be on the ballot November uh, 2024. Who are you going to vote for? I just told you who's going to jump into the <laughs> ring. Give it some time. The oh. governor in California. Okay, I'll ask Biden you this. Harris is done. I'll ask They're you done. this question again in, in September then. How about that? <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks for your call, right. John. 
Yeah. All right. Let's go to Queen. Queen. Yeah, so um, there's crimes against humanity, and I believe it's accountable to not only the Democratic Party, but uh, the Board of Elections. And Okay, so- hold on. Hold on. Let's back up. You're moving a little too fast. How uh, How can you blame the Democratic Party for crimes against humanity? Please explain. The crimes in, in, in against humanity is affected in Cincinnati from the election. <laughs> and I just uh, challenge the so-called Democrat people who's been involved with this political party since the 1800s and can't change their fashion as far as political uh, parties is concerned. But I challenge you to spell the last three letters of Democrat and realize who's committing so-called black-on-black crime against your own race. <laughs> Who is committing black-on-black crime against their own race? Yes. Spell, spell the three letters of Democrat. What's the last three letters? R-A-T. And what the last spell? <laughs> Rat. <laughs> That's a better political party. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Queen, thanks for your call. Unbelievable. Oh, boy. The last three letters of Democrat, R-A-T. She's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Marie and then Jay Boogie. Marie? Yes. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay, Lincoln. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. Okay. I'm calling up in regard. Uh, first, I want to get on about Neely. I'm just as sad as you are about her not getting in. Who about who not getting uh, in? Neely, the Republican. Neely? Yes. You mean Keating? Keating. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got okay. the name mixed up. Okay. But no, I'm I'm very sad that she did not get back on, and I don't think that her being Republican. See, that's what's wrong with us now today, because she has fought as hard, and sometimes even as harder. Uh, for the blacks and the poor, because I have been going to the proceedings and watching their proceedings for over a year. Mm -hmm. So I know how everybody's voting. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people that are voting for all straight Democrat uh, things, they don't know how they're voting because they don't go to the meetings. They got TV they can watch them on. They know nothing except when they go to the thing, they vote a great, uh, just a straight Democratic ticket, which I think is terrible. Yeah, well, because all Democrats and all black people are not for us. And I, I don't know why people cannot understand that. Just you being black and a Democrat, then you just get a, a certification, well, well, okay, this is fine. That is not well, true anymore. I mean, you can't name me one black Democrat on council that's not for us. Can you name that person? I don't know. You, I don't think you can. I don't know about this not for us, but I think I, uh, I think they're kind of watered down. I think they are. <laughs> I think they're kind of uh, dealing more with the city than they are dealing with the plights of us people. It's even as far as uh, Jean Michelle Kearney. She did not vote for. Housing of all the things. Do you know what Cincinnati is? Hold on a second. None of the council members voted for the housing. They were all well. I think. I don't know how Scotty was on housing. He might have voted 
for I, I I can't I don't know, but I she did, voted no. I know she Jane did. Michelle did yes. not. Uh, Jan, I watch it. I know Lincoln. Jan Michelle voted against the issue. I thought all of council may have voted against. Well, it. I mean, but why would you vote against an issue like that when compared to other cities, we are seventy five percent down. On. Okay, hold on. They've got their own plan for affordable housing going and they think that they can uh, they can build affordable housing a lot better than the other plan which is going to increase your payroll taxes and all that stuff listen that's another thing at the end the earning taxes still might go up Lincoln she said that in the end listen uh, now I'm listening I don't know it, 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 I don't know if it's going to go up anytime she in the near she future she don't know she don't know, and the earning taxes still might go up. Well, uh, she said that before issue 22 passed, and with issue 22 passing, I just can't see uh, the taxes going up. I just well, can't see. Well, you it. can't see. You, but you don't really know. Well, and neither do you. I didn't say that I did, but it could. Well, it, I just if cannot I woulda, see coulda, shoulda. The, the way that Cincinnati is with housing. We don't have any housing for the poor and the black here. Right. We don't even have senior citizen buildings here, Lincoln. Well, they're going up. Senior citizen buildings are going up. There's one going, going up, up now. I, I got to go. Ma Marie, I'm out of time. I hear what you're saying, but just sit back and, and just wait and see, okay? Uh, it's going to be just like Cincinnati has been forever. The same and no change because these people going to rule it and be racist forever. And all these black people ain't changing a thing. Goodbye. Let's take a break. Lord have mercy. Have mercy on me. 1230, The Buzz. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Get up off of that thing. 1230, WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Jay Boogie and Marcus, you hold on. We'll get to you shortly. Uh, in the studio with me, Alicia Irby Manley, the owner of Aliciously Saucy Catering and Sweets. Desserts. Desserts, okay. They're sweet. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> and uh, you were you provided the catering for the Pink Ladies Honors yes. uh, that uh, Radio One had, uh, when was it, about a week or about so ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. About Tell us about your business. So I'm a caterer. Move in. Pull that mic up. Just pull it up. Pull it up yeah, right here? Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I've been catering and owning my business about three years now. Um, I like cooking. Oh, yeah. That's how I, I just went to school and then I was already cooking before I was in school, but then it just kind of took off after school. So, you only do catering? You ever think about opening up a restaurant? I am. I'm working on yeah. getting some space now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if I want to do a truck or if I want to do a brick and mortar. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Trucks might be a lot easier, I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. yeah. If, if you got the right equipment and everything right. in there, right, right, you're good right. to go. Exactly. Uh, you don't have to worry about a, a building and, yeah. you know, rent on the building yeah. and all that other stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. But uh, so how long you been doing this now? Three years. Three years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And did your mother cook a lot? And what you pick it up from my, your grandma? My grandmother. Okay. Both of them on my mom's side and my dad's side. All right. What are some of the things you cook? 
Mm. What's your specialty? Oh, cheese ball. I have a Neapolitan cheesecake, um, chicken, bacon ranch pasta. I like making macaroni and cheese, soul food. I do some everything. Okay. All Salads right. is my favorite. Salad. Okay. I like doing salads. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, so if people want to use you for their caterer, is there a number they can call? Yes. They can okay. call 513-432-0596. Okay. Now, what did you have at the Pink Lady Honors? What did they eat uh, from your uh, catering service? Turkey sausage. <laughs> okay. Mini quiche. Blueberry muffins. Um, I don't remember. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chicken and waffles. That's right. Oh, chicken and waffles. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, we might have to check you out. We always look for a caterer for the Lincoln Ware Walking Club for our breakfast. Can you feed about 150 people? I can. Okay, all right. And, and let me add, she definitely... I pull that mic in. I just wanted to add, not only did Alicia bring such amazing food to the Pink Lady Honors event, but she also made stuff that will be able to cover as many people being able to eat. You know, sometimes you get a caterer and they can only make meat products, or then you yeah. get a caterer they can only make vegetarian things, but she was able to cross the board for anybody so that everybody was able to be considered and everybody was able to um, enjoy the food. It, and on top of the food being really good, it was the presentation. Because I know that's one thing that we were looking for. We wanted the Pink Lady Honors event to be able to have a certain look and feel and vibe, and she definitely brought that and the tea and lemonade was good too <laughs> all right all right well give us that number once again 513-432-0596 one more time 513-432-0596 all righty and uh the third annual small business expo toy and coat drive what? yes Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm hosting that. It's on Small Business Saturday, which okay. is the Saturday after Thanksgiving in Woodlawn Rec Center. Um, I have vendors coming out, small businesses set up, sell their stuff. If you come and you bring a toy, you get a coupon and you can get 10% off from off one item from your vendor of choice. Okay. And I'm collecting coats. Um, when I did the codes last year, I took them to Under Bridges. I took them to Cincinnati State. I went to City Gospel Mission and donated some. So it's for a good cause. Come out. And the toys are donated to Woodlawn Rec Center. All right. Well, thank you for joining me this morning. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, move along. And let's see. Got a couple of minutes before news. And I guess we better go to Ironetta Wright before we go to news, because she's always on the move. She's always so busy, and uh, she's got a few minutes for us. Ironetta Wright, superintendent of Cincinnati Public Schools. What's going on? Hey there. How are you, Lincoln? I'm doing great. Doing great. Great. You got the. You've got something going up, uh, going on at the uh, school board on Thursday. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, tomorrow we have our second annual State of the Schools address. Um, it actually will be held uh, starting at 6 p.m. at SCPA in our Mayerson Theater. Um, we, space is limited. We are, we are almost at capacity right now, but if we have individuals that would still like to participate, um, they can RSVP. The information is on our website at cps-k12.org. So looking forward to sharing with our community uh, just some celebrations for where we've been over the last year and where mm -hmm. we're looking to go. Okay. Really excited about the approval of our strategic plan with our mission, vision, and forecast, and able to share that work with the board. Our board has, has done the approval 
So we're looking forward to really begin to socialize that with our community. And for those that are not able to attend, we will be streaming live, and we will also uh, have the information on our on our different media channels, and uh, YouTube is one of those. Okay. Now tell me, I guess you've got a plan for to get the attendance up. I'm sure you have a plan for that. Attendance is really an area, a huge area of focus for us. We did see a decrease in chronic absenteeism last year, but it's still too much. You know, while chronic absenteeism is up across the country, it's also up in the state, um, and we did have a decline last year. And so far, for the first quarter, we're trending down, which is the way that we want to trend when we think about chronic absenteeism. So this year, our board, um, I, I, I applaud the fact that they supported the asks that we have around budget and additional resources in the school building, resource of people in the school mm-hmm. building, our assistant principals of community and culture, additional social workers in the building to make sure that we're really able to drill into some of the attendance areas. But it's really going to take a, a huge community conversation just as we think about some of the behaviors that we see within the community and having conversation around that, really uh, acknowledging that children of school age should be in school and making sure that everyone is beginning to think about it that way, whether they're a part of Cincinnati Public Schools or whether they're a part of another school district in our area or another set of schools in our area, school-age children should be in school during the day. And so really getting our community to help us embrace that and encourage students to attend school. Yes, yes, yes. And and when when kids go to school, normally the grades will be a lot better than when they don't go to school. So it all works hand in hand, I guess. They have to be there in order to get what it is that we're giving to them. Yes. So it's really important that that is happening for our students and that our families also understand that in our state, um, uh, attendance is, is calculated by the hour. So if, if parents, you know, students have, and things happen, so students have um, appointments or things like that during the day or they have a doctor's appointment, if they can't make it late in the afternoon and they have to make it during the day, Take them to the appointment and then take them back, back to, school. to school. Yes, so that does not count against right, them. Right. Plan vacations based on our calendar. That's one of the reasons that our calendar is so important. We shared our first draft of a two-year calendar with the board about two weeks ago okay. because we really want to get information out for families so they mm-hmm. can plan around those yeah. things. Individuals that are taking vacations plan around the days that we're off so mm-hmm. that we have more students in school yes. during the day. That's the key. That's the key. All right. Well, give us the time again. It's 6 p.m. tomorrow night at SCPA in the Mayerson Theater. Um, and RSVP is online at cps-k12.org. All right. So you're moving, coming downtown to, to school and not going to be out at the, uh, uh, at, the, uh, at the board, Board of We're Education. We're coming downtown to coming the down- Mayerson Theater at SCPA. All righty. That sounds good. Ironetta Wright, thanks for talking with us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have anytime, a great day. Anytime, anytime. Okay. All right. right. That's uh, Ironetta Wright, superintendent of Cincinnati Public Schools. They'll be at the SCPA. All right. Let's uh, take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz.